Try to keep a straight face. Okay. And the orgasm is a physical reflex that occurs when muscles tighten during sexual arousal and then relax through a series of rhythmic contractions. Oh, welcome to Coffee and Cleavage. I guess you can all tell what this week's episode's gonna be about. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that quick definition. <laughs> Sounded like a warning label on a sex show. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> warning, warning, warning. Mm -hmm. Muscles tightening, sexual arousal. Yeah, or like one of those infomercials and you hear like the, um, the, the, the side, side effects. effects really quickly. <laughs> well, orgasms are so complex. They really are. I mean, especially for a female. And what is our, like we read, there's 14 different types of orgasms. I think there could be more. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe there's more than 14. I can't even like think of them all in my head. There's just so many. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe men hear that and they're like kind of a little jealous. Like yeah. we get 14 variations of orgasm and they really <laughs> just get one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Two, I guess. Well, well, well I guess they get more guess, than that. Mm, a handful. Yeah. I guess it depends. Yeah. On what you're into. <laughs> I feel like some are rare though. I feel like a lot for us are fucking rare. Some I read about, I'm like, what the hell is You're like, that? how does that happen? Yeah, that sounds so complex. Well, though. So it I'm does. Like, like, okay, so there's obviously vaginal. Mm -hmm. Doesn't happen for me. Mm -mm. No, not no. for me either. Only, I mean, I don't even know, like, okay, so vaginal plus your, your clit. You know, both at the same time, I guess. I, you, I, I feel like that's really more, relying on yeah, the clit. Yeah. yeah exactly. So we have that. And then there's, um, let's see, what else is there? There's G spot. There's something called the U spot, which I've never experienced, but like that's a thing. Um, I never even heard of that. <laughs> like, um, hmm. Oral. When I first heard oral orgasm, I thought like, did a man fucking make this up? Like, did a man come up with this definition of a oral orgasm? Like, as a disclaimer to try to get people to give more blowjobs. <laughs> They're like, if you give a blowjob, you can have an oral orgasm. <laughs> you know? Like, doesn't it sound no. like a little... A little um, infomercially it, it does it does but some people but have them i've read about it i'm just blown away yeah yeah i guess everybody's different and some people are just way more sensitive than than other people mm -hmm. in terms of everywhere like some people have orgasms from their their nipples or their breasts being stimulated mm -hmm. um let's see what else is there there's so many there's like mega gasms which are like when you're having multiple, multiple different types of of orgasms at the same time mm -hmm. and let's see what else is there God, was it so full many. body orgasms full body then there's like the mini ones that are kind of like the tremors which i've had that before uh -huh. yeah it's just like too. a it's yeah. kind of like a tease yeah. honestly it's yeah. like a fucking uh what's what's it called before a uh, four shit what is it called before an earthquake oh <laughs> <laughs> what is it called uh, the, a foreshock. Oh, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, it, but yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like when you get like a warning before an earthquake, <laughs> but sometimes no fucking earthquake comes. <laughs> Is that, you think it's the same thing when guys pre come? You know, uh, maybe, in a sense? maybe. Because well, maybe not though, because I feel like some don't know when that even happens for them. Yeah, that's right? true, and I definitely know when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You mean, you know, for you when you have a little mini? Uh, yeah, have a little mini. <laughs> <laughs> but the orgasms are just so 
interesting. They're just so intriguing to me. Like I like reading about people's orgasm experiences. Uh -huh. Yeah, it is. It is interesting because like you said, they're very complex. They're just, I don't know. It's... And some people literally get orgasms from like breathing a specific way. That's another one that I read about, like breath induced or energy induced orgasms, which kind of makes sense to me because you can control a lot with your breathing. Mm -hmm. You know, you can completely go from like an anxiety state to like calm by mm -hmm. changing your breathing. So it kind of makes sense that if you're focusing on your breath, you know, while you're trying to achieve orgasm, that it could be more intense. Mm -hmm. Like that sounds awesome. Maybe how I should you, try that. How would one though focus on their breathing while having sex? Well, maybe you're not having sex. Yeah, that's true. Especially if clitoral orgasm is like your number one way that's to achieve true. orgasm. So if you're just like taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself or somebody's helping or whatever the case is. That maybe you could like, I think by yourself you could really like test it out. Yeah. And see if you're able to achieve orgasm faster or better or longer mm -hmm. <laughs> by controlling your breathing yeah it's kind of like a little bit of an experiment i'd have just never thought to try that but it sounds yeah, interesting I didn't either. yeah i've never <laughs> thought about that I, so i feel like talking about the clit i feel like there's just so much unknown about what it even is where it is i'm not even kidding it's and so i know it is a little bit mysterious but like why is it so mysterious i don't know why do many men and some women not know where it is or what it is or what shape it is <laughs> it'd be weird if they don't know where it is right i guess i mean really i are not in tune with the female body if you don't know where that is i can understand some don't know where your g-spot is but the clip yeah like, but i mean yeah. I've talked to people who didn't, who'd never like, you know, even explored with their own clip before. I mean, and I'll be honest, I didn't start kind of like exploring that until I was like, I don't know, maybe in my mid twenties to where like, really? I really got like more comfortable with myself mm -hmm. um, and like had an interest in, you know, waking that shit up. <laughs> waking that shit up. I like that. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but yeah, I feel like some men, like they don't even know, like it's not just a little bean, <laughs> you know, it's not just a little pebble. Like that shit's big. <laughs> Like, want to compare? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not kidding. It's like, what is it? Like, two and a half to, like, three and a half inches long. That's crazy. I feel like a lot of people don't know that. I did not know that. It's, it's It goes pretty it's like far that. down. It's kind of like in the shape of a wishbone. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I, obviously, women know this if you, uh, if you do that because you can literally feel the length yeah. of it and, like, the firmness. But I just feel like there's not enough, I don't know, if you will, sex education or pleasure education, I guess, is more where I would lean with that about, like, like where is it? What does it look like? How big is it? What does it do? You know, like, learning more about pleasure. I feel like a lot of people are kind of in the dark on that. That is very true because, you know, when they're in school learning about human sexuality i mean you're just kind of learning the basics you're not learning about pleasure just the more yeah, so like anatomy. the birds and the bees yeah. and like women yeah. have periods and you're kind of led or at least i feel like i was led to believe that 
your parts were just for sex mm -hmm. and the sex was just to have children. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't ever have to take away that, you know, my clit or my vagina or like my body could be for just pleasure or just my own pleasure. Mm -hmm. You know, I just never got that takeaway. And so maybe that's just like my own personal upbringing or maybe a lot of people feel like that. Um, but I still just do feel like there's this just general, a little bit of a taboo. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I know we talked about taboos before, but a little just bit. a little bit of, it's, it's just less acceptable, I feel like, to yeah. be focused on our bodies for our pleasure. I know. And that, that's interesting because, like, think about how many times you watch TV and you see ads for Viagra. I can't even count how many times I've seen or like scrolling on social media and seeing like the little blue pill or like yeah. how to, you know, get it up and keep it up. Yeah. But is there one ad out there for stuff for women? I mean, I, I feel like it's, if, if there are, it's far and few between. Mm -hmm. And that actually reminds me, I, I did actually talk with this company that is focused on changing female um, sexuality, female pleasure, and like kind of opening the book for women to not only talk about it, but to like learn more about it, connect with each other about it. And just kind of change the, flip the script, if you will, on, you know, female pleasure being a positive thing mm -hmm. instead of kind of like this quiet, like in the dark thing, you yeah. know, where yeah. women feel like they can't um, ask for help because there literally are things that women can do to kind of, like I said, wake that shit up, you know, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. to increase the likelihood of them having an orgasm because some women have a hard time achieving orgasm yeah some people have it really fucking easy mm -hmm. that reminds me actually of another orgasm we were like wait what yeah yeah exercise induced that orgasms i i you know touche for anybody who enjoys that <laughs> you know but i can't imagine like doing a squat and being like oh Oh fuck! <laughs> you know, like that, that seems would wild be kind of to me. Embarrassing in a way. Like maybe you know, some people have those syndromes. Like um, oh yeah, they, like a sexual dysfunction yeah. where you can't stop orgasming. I feel like that would be more so because I've never known. Have you ever known anyone that's had an orgasm from working out? But maybe people don't talk about it. That's true. Like I never asked any of my friends. Like hey, have you ever orgasmed while you're working that's out? That's true. <laughs> like it just seems like a little not intuitive to like ask. Or, you know? Well, I think that they would share that with you, though, because that's pretty wild. I know if that happened I mean, to me, I'd tell my friend, like, hey, girl, I don't believe what happened to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you won't. You won't believe. So it must just be at that yeah. point. It seems like it's still linked to the click because we're talking here about, like, friction mm -hmm. and tightening of muscles. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you know, because I can't imagine that while you're, like, doing squats or, you know, deadlifts that you're necessarily thinking about being aroused yeah i mean maybe everybody's different but i just feel like it would be pretty random like is it that a spontaneous orgasm that sounds kind of hot like i think <laughs> i'm getting turned on <laughs> with all this talk right now oh <laughs> wild i but i think that like to your point you're right it's just not um it's not really acceptable 
And I even noticed that like with that company that I'm talking about, you know, they told me that they weren't actually able to run ads on social media. That is, that's, they were blocked from doing it because it's considered sexual, you know, or inappropriate. But meanwhile, the male ads have no problem being ran. So I feel like there's still like this kind of lines that need to be, you know, or barriers that need to be broken down still. Yeah. And just normalizing female pleasure and that it's not something that's wrong you know i agree definitely and i'm not saying that we should be teaching a bunch of young people that (laughs) they can get pleasure you know but maybe to a degree Mm -hmm. maybe it needs to come into the conversation sooner because i mean i think that sounds to me like if i'm thinking back to my younger self like that would have been great You know, what I found for me back to my younger self was I always bought Cosmopolitan. I got a lot of my education from reading those. You know, I read those too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some of that was good information and some of it was like maybe a little not as realistic and more like, I don't know. It still feels like, at least when I'm thinking back to older Cosmos that I read, I don't read that anymore. I don't remember the last time no, I read either. like a Cosmo or sex thing, but yeah. you're right. Like as a young person, yeah. you're like, Ooh, you want to learn. You have to get the information yeah. from somewhere. But I feel like my takeaway still from that was still surrounded by male pleasure. It was like how to get him into something, how to make him feel good, how to make him notice you, how, you know, I felt like it wasn't a lot of like, how to feel sexy about yourself that's true how to get in tune with your body Mm -hmm. how to get in tune with your sexuality and maybe that's just because like that's where we are now in terms of like culture is like we're getting into more of like this body positivity and like feeling good and self-care and self-love and so maybe it's like more of an appropriate time to make this transition now yeah versus like previous time periods where it was even more inappropriate or more taboo than it is right now yeah like you know thank god i wasn't born in a different even older generation even now though still other countries it's very just it's not an okay topic well it depends right yeah i mean go to europe and yeah i mean they are much more open about things than we are like i don't know if you ever watched some european commercials but you're like damn that was a little promiscuous (laughs) right you know and here everything is kind of like well, they're okay with nudity Censored. too. It's not, you know, yeah, because on or anything. And I, and maybe that makes it less. Um, I don't know how to say that, but like, does it make it less of a big deal? And it's hard to say, like, whether that's better or worse. Because I feel like a lot of sexuality and, and things, especially with women's body, it's, it's like because it's thought of like wrong that like more people like want it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like what you want, what you can't. I don't know. You can't have more challenging or just, but I just feel like you're saying, yeah, it just feels like people want something more when it's not as accessible or it's wrong. You know, it's like, Ooh, that's bad. Or Ooh, that's dirty. And it's like, it's really not like dirty. You know, it's just, we as humans, as females who are extraordinarily complex, <laughs> like holy shit. Definitely wired very intricately. <laughs> Definitely, uh-huh. but you know, def- I wouldn't change it obviously. Like some people were like, oh, you know, like men have it easier. I think that there are challenges on both sides. Yeah. Definitely. But 
it's just interesting that for like, I assume I'm not a man. So this is just my outside view <laughs> that for a man, once you're turned on and once you're in that moment, like can that moment be changed for you? I just feel like once you're about to ejaculate as a man, like no matter what, it's just gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. But like mm -hmm. for me as a woman, like there, there's so many things that can go wrong that can or prevent me. That off. Yeah. Yeah, I can be prevented. It can even be my own mind. Mm -hmm. It could be nothing wrong with like setting or anything. It could literally just be that my mind is not in the right place. Mm -hmm. I'm not fully present, like even if it's just with myself. Yeah. And I'm just, I can't reach orgasm. Yeah. And it's frustrating. I'm like, well, your mind fuck. can definitely fuck you for sure. It really, you and know? you can you can even have the intention that like you know like yeah. here I am, here's this time for myself. I'm like, you know, going at it, and and then it's just like, mm -hmm. yeah. Well. I also feel like what can happen. It happens to women too. Is sometimes it's like you think too much about in mm. the moment. You're trying too hard. You're trying too happen. hard. Yes. Yeah. yeah, in your own mind. In your own yeah. mind. And I just want to know, like, from our male viewers, like, does that happen for men too? Yeah. Is that a thing? Because I'm just, I'm genuinely curious. Mm -hmm. Because it seems like, again, outside view, that that once that's about to happen, you almost can't stop it from happening. Yeah. yeah. You know? And the women just have, like, the polar opposite problem. We're just, like, trying everything to make it happen. And we're like... Fuck, I give up. Like, you know? It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen for me right now. <laughs> it's kind of sad. But then yeah. the reward for when it does happen is pretty fucking awesome. I know. It makes you wonder if orgasms I'm sure everyone's probably thought about this, if it feels different for women than it does for men. Yeah, I think there's no way of really knowing. There's that. no way of knowing. There's no way of How knowing. is there any no way, way to prove that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean Maybe there's some sex research. Like, what? what is that? I remember watching this show. I don't know. Did you ever watch it? It was called Masters of Sex. I've heard of it, but I never watched it. But it's it. actually based on... It's not completely factual, the show. But it's based on two real people, Masters and Johnson, who were um, sex psychologists. She actually didn't go to school to be a doctor, but she contributed, like, so much to the research. And they did all of these, like, literal live studies on people, like, having sex and coming to, or you know, like, orgasming and all this stuff and compiled all this research. And it's really interesting. It's a pretty good show, but um, I should read the book sometime, just, like, more about them. But it was just interesting because they were essentially trying to, like, compare and contrast orgasms for opposite sex. Really? And it just seems like yeah. they are just so different mm -hmm. you know and obviously each has their own pleasure scale yeah but women generally seem like they're able to just achieve more orgasms than men mm -hmm. in terms of like in a sitting you know yeah yeah like you're just able to access a little more Well, because when a guy you know after they have an orgasm they're pretty much done yeah Whereas... and some people can i mean some men I've, I've talked to said they you know they can achieve multiple orgasms but it's not as common i feel like as with women but once they come then they're done for a while yeah where us like we can have one and then keep going you yeah know what I mean? given that the yeah. mind is in the yeah. right place yeah. yeah sometimes it's a one and done situation or sometimes you might not ever get there you know yeah and so i feel like would you agree or how do you feel about 
the idea that because you orgasm during sex, does that mean that the sex was good or is it kind of like either way? Um, I would think like if you got an orgasm, it's good, but it depends because what if you got one just right in the beginning? You know yeah. what I mean? Like really fast. Yeah, like really fast and then you were like done, but you just continued anyways. It's kind of like if a guy, you guys start right away and right away he finishes and then it's like, well, okay. Yeah. Was that even good for him because it was so quick? You know what I mean? Yeah. You would think, yeah, because, it, but I don't know. It's I would think like good sex is like good. It's long. It's like a good length. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Not like wham, bam. <laughs> wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? I just, I don't know. I feel like it could be either way and for men and women. Uh-huh. And, and I think that for men, it seems like just because they, just because they came because of how easy it is. I don't know if easy is the right word, but how quickly a man can orgasm that that doesn't necessarily that mean that the sex is good for them either, mm-hmm. especially because it seems like, you know, maybe some men can control more than others, but it seems like they don't have as much control over it as yeah. we do. Yeah. I don't know. I'm again, I'm not a man, but yeah, <laughs> I think about these things. No, I, I know. And that makes sense. It does. It totally makes sense. But I don't know. We want to hear from you guys. So tell us. We're yes. really interested because we're not guys. So, you know, you kind of hear it from a woman's perspective. Want to hear it from yours. Yeah. And your perspective on, on what you think, like male versus female yeah. orgasm. Um, you know, do you think one is easier or more difficult than the other? I'm just curious from a male's perspective what that, what that seems like. Yeah. Because for me, it just seems like everything is more difficult with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible to say out loud, but it's true. It just, it takes a little more work. I feel like uh-huh. it does. It At does. least mentally for me. And I think that that would be nice to be able to like, just turn off our brains sometimes. Yeah. Stop the thinking and just stop. <laughs> stop the thinking and just be, um, but that I means that's what makes us female. You mm-hmm. know, that's kind of who we are and not every woman is emotional, you know, no, I definitely know some that are completely detached and they seem to be able to, you know, control things more. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. That's rare too. But yeah, yeah. there are definitely some out there. You know about those exercise and sleep induced <laughs> orgasms. Yeah. It's like, is that like a wet dream or is a sleep induced <laughs> orgasm like because you're sleeping, you orgasm? I don't quite understand that one. This is going to take even further research yeah i feel like that one they'd have to literally do a study on somehow i'm know? sure they have yeah i'm sure like, there have been like, like having sleep. someone but the thing is you can't even control when that's gonna happen i'm sure yeah i mean unless people yeah. have them all the time like you were mentioning like yeah. that dysfunction or something that would be terrible like nobody wants too much or not enough of anything <laughs> we're all just kind of like hoping for the perfect amount right mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Like, too much of a good thing is not a good thing. Very, very true. Like, I would just, that would not be enjoyable to just be constantly orgasming all the time. Some people might be like, you're crazy. That sounds amazing. But I'm, like you said, too much of a good thing. It's probably in a way to them, and I don't know, I've never met anyone that's had that condition, but it's probably kind of like, I don't know how you, what do you even compare it to? 
I don't know. I remember watching like a documentary one time on somebody that had that and really? she just was like distraught. Like she was trying to go to doctors to get help because it was just so disrupted to her life, which yeah. I can imagine. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, just like I'm sure some people that are like sex addicts or even, even like porn addicts might have like a similar thing. It's, it's so disruptive, you know? Yeah. It's like too much. Yeah. Can't turn it off. <laughs> yeah. It makes you sure you're not living your best life. Affects the quality of your life. I don't know. Yeah. So we need just the right, yeah, just the right amount of orgasms for <laughs> happy sexual well-being. <laughs> uh, all all right, right, guys. Well, cheers. Cheers this to that. <laughs>